Welcome to the Small Business Edge Podcast with Brian Moran, sponsored by Pitney Bowes. Now, here's your host, Brian Moran. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Small Business Edge Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Moran. Today, I want to welcome John Hartigan to our show. John is CEO of Domain U, an e-learning provider that allows people to learn by doing. Pretty excited to find out more about this. So with that, I want to welcome to the Small Business Edge podcast, John Hartigan. Hello, John. Hey, Brian. Nice to be here. Thank you. You Likewise, likewise. And so you are, we're talking to you, you're in Austin, Texas, I believe, correct? That is correct. All right. Austin, Texas. All right. A a city that is near and dear to my heart. Um, All right. So let's get into it. I, I want to learn more and I know my listeners are going to be very interested Let's talk a little bit about Domain U. So, uh, what is what is the company doing today, and uh, what sandbox do you play in? Well, uh, so we started, or the 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 impetus to Domain U um, started uh, almost seven years ago when we were in a project that we needed to train licensed medical professionals. Um, we needed a better way to train them for continuing medical education online. And so at the time we were not involved in the educational space at all, but we know we knew at the time that that was something that they needed uh, to fulfill their obligations for credentialing. And we were building a credentialing system. So we went out and looked all over the place uh, and tried to find a solution to offer the uh, continuing medical education or what's called CMEs. And the online systems were just terrible. The, mm. the interfaces were bad. The content was super boring. Uh, there was no interactivity, really. Uh, and so we set out uh, at that time uh, to build a better online delivery system for continuing medical education. And so we took those elements that we thought were horrible, <laughs> like boredom, you know, limited interactivity, uh, terrible interface, uh, et cetera. And we started to design Domain U. So fast forward uh, to today. Mm. And uh, if you take any of your listeners takes computer-based training, in many cases, it's still this game. Uh, you've got pretty boring content. Uh, you've got really pretty antiquated interfaces. The, the Most of the um, LMSs that you see out there today are built on engines that were built 10, 15 years ago. In some cases, they've just kind of uh, put some lipstick on the pig and made it look a little bit better. Um, But we completely redesigned the way that on-demand virtual training uh, is deployed and is consumed. And so um, through that process, we've created an interactive on-demand system uh, that is far more interesting and um, is a lot more uh, enjoyable to take these credits. And by the way, you retain a lot more information because we make you interact with the content. I, amazing, right? When you think about you know this company being started seven years ago and now where we are today in a post-pandemic remote work world. Yeah, I'd like to say that it was in the idea phase. It really wasn't the <laughs> yeah. started. Was that part of the original so business three, plan? <laughs> about three, four years ago is when we actually put it into play. But we had been thinking about it for a long time. Okay. So, but, so, you know, here we are today, 
right? Yeah. Where you, you have things like where, you know, a constant discussion is what does the future of work look like? You know, right. you had the great uh, resignation and quiet quitting and things called, you know, remote work and uh, work from home. I mean, these are all, it, it's a virtual yeah. world that we're operating in a lot more than almost in-person world. So what are you seeing in terms of the hiring and training and productivity and culture. I mean, all of these things are wrapped into work. And so right. you're going to have a, right. a key role in that. Yeah. So when we did start this, we, we, we had, obviously we had no idea COVID was coming. So um, when COVID hit, it just accelerated um, this vision uh, and, and the obvious need for solutions to train hybrid workforce, right? So if you're all remote, that's one thing. Or if you're all in the office, that's another thing. But when you are now in this kind of strange hybrid, it creates all kinds of problems for for training, for HR, for onboarding, as you mentioned. So uh, what we're seeing and, and, and what the research suggests and shows when people were remote uh, at first, productivity levels spiked. People just, it went off the charts, right? Uh, However, what ended up happening after a little while was about six months into the COVID, uh, they started to drop. And so they have all different kinds of theories about why that happened. And then everybody also recognizes the great resignation, right? What's happening? Well, people realized, hey, I can work from home. I don't have to go into the office and grind out a commute every day. And that quality of life and balanced life aspect is really important. So companies started to realize very quickly, oh my gosh, we've got to do something else. They tried to do Zoom, which worked pretty well for a while, but you get more than five or 10 people on Zoom at a time and it becomes a nightmare, right? People turning their cameras off, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Um, so um, this was a huge uh, opportunity for Domain U uh, because uh, we, we believe, our thesis is this, that 75 to 80% of all company training can be done in an on-demand, interactive fashion, proactively. Pretty much in the past, on-demand learning or computer-based learning was kind of the redheaded child. It was the after follow-on, you know, we'll do our regular training and then here, here are some resources for you to do. But most of the time people didn't do it or really give it a priority. Mm -hmm. So what we believe is, we set this up as a prerequisite, 75 to 80%. The key is that our system requires interaction and pushes individuals through the learning curve. Gamification. Okay? Mm-hmm. You can't go through this gate until you get this gate. You demonstrate the skills of this thing. Okay. And so um, we are finding that this shift, employees love it because they have flexibility. Managers love it because they can track and they can also um, that prerequisite knowledge is in the employees. And now they can have, you know, intelligent conversations with these people uh, and they don't have to be on Zoom trying to corral 25, 50 people and training and, and, you know, with all of those challenges. I love the on-demand features of it. So tell me, who are some of your like bullseye customers? You know, who 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 is saying, "Wow, this is going to be great for our business." Yeah. Um, so where we initially found some of our uh, 
big success is in um, kind of the more uh, compliance based um, requirements. So, for example, FDA trainings, uh, mm. uh, uh, quality assurance uh, requirements, uh, those kinds of compliance things that really, really are important when it comes to companies' risk profiles. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't. It doesn't sound interesting, but when those things don't get trained uh, properly, it creates big liabilities for companies. And so during COVID, this became a huge problem for like medical manufacturers, like medical device manufacturers, right. pharmaceutical companies, um, uh, food processing companies, a lot. Once that first generation of COVID employees who had the knowledge base prior to COVID hitting started to change jobs or they needed to hire new people and then train them on those things, they had a big problem because the knowledge transfer did not happen like it did pre-COVID. And Mm -hmm. so all of a sudden it was like, we don't know how long COVID's going to last. We don't know how long this hybrid workforce is going to last. How do we transfer knowledge from here to here effectively and efficiently and make sure that we reduce our liabilities. And then the second part place that we're finding a lot of um, traction is in what's called sales enablement, where again, selling is different now. Uh, You don't have as much access in front of the customers. You know, people are starting to go back out into the field, but now people are, buyers are saying, look, I just wanna get on Zoom, or hey, I just wanna do this, or hey, send me a thing, I'll check it out and maybe we'll get in touch with you later. Well, that's changed how you sell. And so we have created uh, trainings about product that are actually informational selling tools that you can use for dealerships and distributors and even end customers. And you can um, utilize our system in such a way that you can track that information in your in your CRM system. And so we're seeing a lot of growth there as well. All right. So I'm picturing, you know, my brother's a contractor. And um, he'll always tell me, oh, yeah, I watch this on YouTube. And I don't know if this is a, an, an application for what you're talking about. When I think about learn by doing, your your tagline, I mean, he'll always say to me, oh, yeah, I just went on YouTube and I watched this video. Yeah. Do, do, you, do you see uh, companies targeting contractors or, or DIY people in at home and saying, you know, here's a whole series of household products and we have this great curriculum on you know the 10 or 20 most basic how you know wh- whether it's electrical yeah. or plumbing or you know yeah. automotive things. uh man i mean like i i mean look i i've watched videos on how to you know replace this thing in my car or whatever and so by the way yes perfect use case so so just to give you an idea uh We've, we've did, we did a lot of research on how people learn and then how people have been learning during COVID. And, and like YouTube is, is amazing, okay? So let's look at the idea of that. Um, now, the challenge with YouTube is, am I getting good information, right? Am I getting right. good? Am you, I getting you're talking about the, the, the creator of the video. Right, right. So, so, however, here's a couple of things that we've taken from social media, because guess what? Social media, TikTok, uh, this is the way Instagram, this is the way kids are learning a lot yeah. of stuff. Okay. And they, and they, and the, the interesting thing is, and like I watch my daughter, my son, they're learning these things without realizing they're learning, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, hey, look, we've all seen, hey, 10 life hacks. 
uh, and, or I didn't know this until I was 30 or whatever, or 40 or 50, right? I mean, I picked those up. I love them. I think they're great, you know? Yeah. Um, so we, we actually have been taking some of those uh, cues. And so we have been creating content. So we use subject matter experts, okay, with companies and or we can hire subject matter experts. So we know that we're building in best practices. And then we love this short TikTok-y style uh, episodic learning. So what we do is we create courses in similar fashion, you know, one to five minute courses with interactive portions in there. And then we go, that's episode one. And then mm. episode two is another one to five minute. And because people learn and what we do is you watch a video and then you have to demonstrate whatever they're showing in the video in some fashion or another uh, in our platform. And you can do, even if it's like, Hey, take the wrench and work on this thing, we'll have a, we'll have a video interface uh, where you will actually have to like a kind of like a video game style thing. Yeah. If it's a physical product where you have to show that you understand exactly where that goes and how many turns you have to turn it, et cetera, et cetera. So that the video is on you watching you perform the, the procedure. No, 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 no. It, but, but you will have like a, for example, like a simulation in video, video style game. Okay. I got um, you. Or, or, by the way, if let's say you need to learn uh, QuickBooks or Salesforce or another wow. Adobe, yeah, right? yeah. you can actually open up that your application. Okay. Our platform enables you to um, actually be manipulating and in, 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 in your platform and do steps that the instructor is teaching you in real time at the same time. And then we can we can determine if you're taking those steps correctly or not. Wow. So this is really, by the way, that's out of the box. Yeah. We don't need to do any, in in many cases, we don't need to do special integrations. Think about how game changing that is. And I hate that word, but one of the biggest challenges that I find with business owners is that they buy a product or a service and they use about 30% of its capabilities because they never take the time to learn, to onboard right, the process of learning how to utilize all of the features. You know, we'll, we'll, I'll talk to clients and they'll say, oh, I wish I could do this or I wish I could do that. And I said, well, you know, your, your existing technology will allow, allows you to do that. You yeah. just don't, yeah. you, you don't, you haven't turned on that feature. Well, and let's let's talk about that. Let's talk about that for a second because this is something that is really, really important. Okay, mm-hmm. and you hit on a, a major premise of what Domain U is about, and it's the idea: look, companies are busy; they have other priorities. Okay? Yeah. So let's get down to priorities. All right. However, we all know if you've been in business or you know in, in any kind of profession for very long, you know that sharpening the the saw or sharpening the the axe it, it is more efficient you're going to do better if you sharpen the saw but we're so busy when do we time to sharpen the saw right and and a lot of times that's a that's a that's a very an analogy right but the reality is, is sometimes it's complicated to sharpen the saw and i've got all these things okay so it's so funny right we have these training programs and, the, and they're meant to train us However, the current systems, it's like, oh, okay, I just got to get through this and get to the test right. at the end. Right. And then I'm going to do, you know, and I'll get that. And I got to get on to the thing I really need to do. Okay. However, the content that you just watched 
is going to make you 25% more efficient, maybe at what that thing is that you need to do. Right. And so that's what training is all about. And it's all, it's been this chicken and egg thing forever. Okay. Our system forces you to prioritize the content, Mm. meaning you can't complete it unless you can demonstrate that you understand the sharpening of the saw. And we also train the managers to prioritize the training and require them to make sure that they're going through that training. Like, look, their job is to go through this material. Okay. Don't let them go through it because the the traditional LMS systems where you just go through it and take a quiz at the end, 13% retention, 13%. Yeah. That's ridiculous. With, With what's called, yeah. And with what's called active learning, which is what we do, you have over 50% retention of material. We talk about this a lot. Uh, we talk about time management and productivity and engaged employees versus disengaged employees. We we just had a conversation, literally one of my recent podcasts where it was, you know, in the, it, you know, you have your actively engaged employees and your actively disengaged employees. And they're on the, you know, the, the opposite ends of your workforce, but it's the engaged versus the disengaged where you're going to see success or failure. You know, the success comes when you can turn a disengaged employee into an engaged one. And I have a feeling what you're talking about is, well, maybe they'd be more engaged if they understood all of the features and the benefits of the the systems that they're using and how much more productive if they see, if they're getting the little victories and they're seeing productivity go up, they're likely to be more engaged. But if you're There's using a, lot, a system, look. yeah, if you're using a system that just doesn't, mm, that you know, you keep running up against these dead ends, you're going to lose interest, right? Well, and and there's a lot of psychology behind this, and there's a lot of look. Let's face it, we're emotional creatures, mm-hmm. okay, and and every day we deal with a spectrum of emotions: uh, unmotivated, tired, a little bit depressed or maybe feeling great or whatever. And, and a lot of times that informs how we move through our day. Okay. With training and priorities, those we prioritize things because of emotions mm-hmm. and because of things that we know we need to do. Right. So there are positive, happy emotions. There are things that we enjoy learning and that we want to learn. Okay. And that and then there are things that are more difficult to learn because they're not necessarily interested. They're not that first tier of interest level for us, but we know we need to do it. It's kind of like eating broccoli, right? Like I know I need to eat broccoli. It's not the favorite thing, right? But, yeah. but I know I need to eat broccoli. So yeah. we talk a lot about aligning the emotional motivators to get that training done because we know it's like going to work out. Why do you work out? Okay. Well, there's a lot of different reasons. You either want to look better. You want to lower your blood pressure. You want to get in better shape, you know, whatever. I mean, there's a lot, I, I want to go find a, you know, a, a new uh, mate or whatever, but that gets you to work out. Okay. Yeah. And so we at uh, domain, you talk a lot about how do we create a system that even if the content is not that interesting thing, that we 
still have the emotional motivators, including need motivation. So like, um, oh, geez, if I don't get through this course, I have to go next week. I have to go meet with my manager and my team. And they're going to ask me questions in a conference room about what we just did. Or they're going to ask me questions on Zoom because that's the expectation that has been set. And I better watch this content and I better learn it. Okay. And or the gamification aspect of it too. So we do a lot of psychology and emotional uh, work in order to help people do what's good for them and sharpen the saw. Is your product something that every business can can use i mean is it the the small business owner up to the enterprise level yes yes and um and so we currently um have been working kind of mid-market level um and enterprise level however we uh do have packages for smaller companies we have a few companies that have less than 100 employees that are using the platform um and we the beauty of this platform is we can do all the basic, you know, onboarding training and the original, you know, all of the stuff that you normally do, right? Uh, compliance and sexual harassment, sensitivity, safety, yada, yada, yada. And then we can also do proprietary training for compliance, proprietary training for uh, a number of other things. We can also infuse company culture into those trainings and into the platform, which is another big thing that we haven't really hit on. And um, then we can also take whatever training they have currently and we can put it on the platform and make it better and, and utilize some of those feature sets uh, that we have and, and, and help uh, them develop their own content in a better, more effective way. Where I see a huge opportunity is in this kind of this uh, skills training. Uh, you know, where, where it, especially in biz, small businesses, less than 100 employees, where you want to keep your employees, but now you need them to shift positions, right? Because the business has pivoted. And how do I keep these employees, but I need them to do a new job? You know, like I need yeah, to move yeah. you from this position over to that one. And it requires a new set of skills. You know, to me, that seems like, you know, but it's a pyramid that you're operating in. You know, you have a wide base of a lot of smaller companies who would benefit of sending, you know, 5, 10, 15, 20 people through your domain you versus at the top of the pyramid, you know, the companies with thousands of employees or tens of thousands of employees who want to push their their employees through it like a we need to we need to learn a brand new product launch right for an right. enterprise level company right so i have a great use case for what i think you were asking and 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 that is we have a customer uh, right now who basically has skilled labor uh and they have uh they're a manufacturer mm-hmm. and um they have this one gentleman who's kind of been there for 30 40 years and he knows all the tricks of the trade and he trains side by side with these guys um, in many cases. However, it's a very inefficient way to train a workforce and they're expanding. And so the CEO came to me and said, look, I've got this guy who knows everything. So for me, my subject matter expert, right? My SME. And so what I do is I take this individual guy and I get him, I plug him in with our L&D or learning development team. And I said, you guys, you need to extract what's in this guy's brain 
and you need to get it into video format so that we can start training the rest of the workforce. And then what they do is they, they through, through, we have a very, uh, um, robust, I guess is the best way to say it, um, way of extracting that information in a very methodical, efficient way uh, through questionnaires, through uh, interviews, and also through combing through documentation. And then we develop course content around that. Same thing for product trainings, Mm -hmm. whether that be from a sales perspective, like, hey, I need to first get my salespeople excited about selling this thing or service. And so you you what we do is we work with the marketing people as well as the technical people because look, we're, like we talked about before, we're emotional creatures. Yeah. Right? We buy things that we feel good about, okay? And so what we do is we take the elements of the product like the marketing that's like, hey, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm feeling motivated. We help motivate that sales team, okay, to, to be like, Look, this is a great product for whatever reasons. These reasons, you know, it's a green product and saving the planet for my grandkids, or you know, we're gonna save these companies this, or we're gonna, you know, save lives is a big one, right, in the medical device space, and and which is a real thing. And so we key in on those elements, and then we also do the technical trainings, okay. And a lot of times that content is the exact same thing that we use for the customers. We just tweak the persona a little bit uh, in order to hit on their points a little bit more efficiently. And so now you have a very comprehensive sales enablement and sales training package that you can take throughout the entire sales process uh, and you can do it in a, uh, an on-demand fashion. So is this, is domain you then an end-to-end solution? You'll actually help them create the content. You'll set up the platform. You'll kind of work through the training and review process. We, we like to say, we like to say this, we will meet you wherever you are in your training mm-hmm. needs. And, and I, I, that, that sounds a little bit cliche, but yes, we are an end-to-end solution when it comes to training. We have our own, uh, we have our own production company. We do uh, live action video. We also do animation, etc. However, uh, we can also, if you have, have your own content, uh, great, bring it to us. If we can, we also train companies on how to create their own content, good content on those principles that we talked about before, like, hey, one to five minute videos, let's make an episode. So we'll actually train your people how to do their own training. And we can also license content. And we also have our own catalog of content. So we have a lot of different options depending upon what the needs and the budgets are of those individuals or I mean, those individual companies. So is that what what makes you different than other kind of ed tech platforms? Is it it everything you just described? Well, I think we we hit on a couple of things earlier, but I'll, I'll key in on the actual like um, if you wanted to call it like a unique value proposition from the yeah. technology standpoint, okay. So if you were just talking from us from a very technology-based standpoint, um, the interactive feedback loop that we talked about earlier, the fact that we require the individual to demonstrate that they understand the skill sets in in numerous ways, whether that be by manipulating information or or using a simulation right? Where they have to actually like, so like a video game style simulation, or 
they have to actually go into their software platform like Expensify or QuickBooks or Salesforce or whatever. And they actually have to do those things that they're learning in the system. We have ways of checking if they're doing it correctly, right? And if they're not doing it correctly, they can't move forward. So, And they're getting real-time feedback loop, even though it's an on-demand video. So as they're going through the system, right, and they're, they say, okay, hey, by the way, it's your turn. You're going to go into QuickBooks and we're going to enter a debit uh, correctly. And they're like, okay, so I need to go in here. Okay, I'm going to do this. All right. And now I've got to do this. And then they're going to say, okay, now at the bottom, you're going to see this number. Please input this number here into this field. And when they do that, if the number, if they got the correct output, then the system will tell them, hey, you did it correctly. Good job. We're going to move on to the next thing. Or if they didn't, they have to, you know what? It looks like you missed something. Let's go back a little bit and let's try this again. And so we're pushing them through that learning curve, right? Because we don't always learn on the first try. In most cases, we don't. And so this actually moves them through a learning curve where they are acquiring the skill. That's what makes us different. So at what point do, are we taking high school and college classes by domain you? Is that, is that an area that you're interested in? Because it sounds like. So I think uh, so. So, yeah. So we actually have worked. Uh, we've worked with a college um, mm -hmm. uh, like a um, uh, that was we did a, a manufacturing math uh curriculum and um it, it was it very well done and it and it really worked well now the challenge is this um in many cases uh there is going to be a category of um hybrid classes that this is going to be a perfect fit for okay mm -hmm. um do I think that we're going to completely replace in-person lectures, et cetera? No. And there's obviously a place for that. But yeah. like our thesis said before, I do believe that 75 to 80% of all training and knowledge transfer can happen on our platform under the right motivations and emotional uh, setup. You have to have that. It has to be a continuum and there has to be a mentor relationship that is assisting in, in, in making sure the accountability is happening. Our system has accountability built in, but there still has to be that, that mentor that's gonna make sure that you're getting through that material. Right. Um, and so academia is a place that we will go into uh, more and more as we grow. It's just a very different kind of beast than uh, for-profit companies. It's amazing. I see a ton of applications for what you're doing. And I guess the hardest challenge you have is figuring out, you know, where to fish first, right? Because you you could be in, you know, two dozen fields and industries and um, opportunities. It's very exciting. We, we, we are, uh, we're really excited and, and, and we have to, we're in a position where now we have to manage growth carefully. Yeah. Um, and, and and so we are um, we know that we have a lot of great use cases. Uh, and so we are laser focused right now on a few very specific ones that we believe will allow us to have big launch uh, jumping off points into those large growth areas. Um. It's like, yeah, it, it, it's Jonah swallowing the whale. <laughs> right? Oh, and you know, you mentioned, yeah, and you mentioned something earlier. I, I think this is really, um, I, I wanted to mention something that, that 
that we are working on that is really, really important kind of moving forward in the future with, mm-hmm. with you talked about skilled labor and mm. skills training. Huge. And so, yeah, I think that we, we have a, we have a really unique value proposition as well in the fact that our learning certificates are issued via blockchain, meaning mm. that an individual um, who takes a skilled training course will be able to have their digital completion certificate on a digital wallet on their phone, similar to like your boarding pass, okay, that you get when you go on an airplane. However, this credential is unique in the sense that it is connected to the blockchain so that you can then share that credential with any future employer or other entity. Uh, maybe you're looking for a job and you, you want to say, hey, I took the ISO 9000 course or I took the FDA regulation course or I took whatever course. And they say, hey, that's great because that puts you at the top of the pile. And the reason that we joined a group called uh, Velocity and Velocity is on the forefront of what are called digital verifiable credentials mm-hmm. that employees will be able to share. And it doesn't matter what country you're in. It doesn't matter where you're coming from or going. These things are instantly verifiable via blockchain. And some of the biggest names in HR tech have already signed up to use the Velocity blockchain, including like, for example, SAP, Oracle, Infor, Jobvite, some really big companies are already utilizing this system. So that so our output certificates are instantly in, integratable with all of those HR tech systems so that they can verify Oh, yeah, we know that that's a valid completion certificate. It's not just a PDF. You can also get the PDF, too. So don't worry about that. But yeah, this yeah. is the next, this is the future of HR verifiable credentials. Wow. It's exciting. It's, uh, you know, where, where you're going, I think, answers so many issues that business owners, businesses of all sizes have. And that is, you know, time management, productivity, efficiency, engagement versus disengagement. These are the the underlying issues that you see. I mean, we all see that people aren't getting the job done, but we're trying to figure out why. And I, I, I really feel like if they had a better understanding of how the system works and the role that they play, and they're able to be more excited because they they know how to use it. I mean, think about that. You go from not knowing to knowing you're going to wake up in the morning. You're going to be excited. You're going to be excited to see what else you can learn today. So I, I love where you're going with, with Domain U. All right, here's my last question because we're kind of at the end of it. Oh, and by the way, sure. um, my three-word mantra for these podcasts are never not perfect. So all of the – my listeners know all of the little like skips and jiggles and, you know, whatever, that's all part of it. We get dogs barking, babies crying. We've had it all on past on past podcasts. They come to to expect it. Um, How can listeners learn more about Domain U and what you're doing? Uh, Yeah. So you you can always visit our website, uh, domain, D-O-M-A-I-N and hyphen or dash the letter U dot com. So domain dash the letter U dot com. You can find out a lot of information there um, or um, you can reach out to um, my VP of operations. If 
For example, if, if you're interested in learning more about what we're doing or, or strategic relationships, et cetera. And uh, his email is Corey, C-O-R-E-Y at domain-u.com. So Corey, C-O-R-E-Y at domain-u.com. Okay. Reach out to us. We'd love to uh, schedule a demo or talk more about uh, you know training in general. There's a lot of cool trends going on. And things are happening very fast right now. Excellent. John, thank you very much. I appreciate your time today uh, and, and telling us all about what you're doing with Domain U. We see very interesting and exciting opportunities for you ahead. I'd love to have you come back on you know, this time next year because I have a feeling things are going to be very different. You're going to have a lot more case st studies and success stories and uh, applications of your product. So bookmark it for maybe next November. We'd love to have you back. Yeah, on. no, no I, I, I appreciate it. And I, I appreciate you helping us get the word out. Um, you should see some media coverage of us uh, here very soon. Uh, more podcasts, more interviews, et cetera. And uh, really appreciate your time. Thank you very yeah. much. That, that I have no doubt. And to my listeners, thank you as always for your comments, your feedback, your suggestions. I know you appreciate people like John coming on and telling you his story about what he's doing with his company. And uh, we look to bring you more of these in future podcasts. So thanks again. And we'll see you next week on another episode of the Small Business Edge podcast. Take care, everybody. You've been listening to the Small Business Edge podcast with Brian Moran, sponsored by Pitney Bowes. Please visit our website, smallbusinessedge.com, for a listing of future podcasts.